So I'm here with Jono. Yep. When was the last time we caught up? Ooh. Just before the wedding, so it would have been September. Oh, shit. Yeah. You've been married since. Yeah, I got the ring and ah! everything. Show me the ring. It's scary shit, man. Oh, it's titanium it's and it's sort of automotive like. Oh, yeah. It's, just it's a sort a of dark thing. and. Yeah. You know me. I like to keep it minimalist and sleek. Is it titanium? It is, uh, yeah, I think so. Or carbon fiber? No, it's not carbon fiber. <laughs> Some cheap thing. Because I know I'm going to. I've already scratched the shit out of it and I've. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, lost it a few times on papers like that. So. And, and what kind of ring did she get? She's got this really cool thing. So I've got the, the engagement ring, right? So it's got this big rock in the middle and it's just pretty playing around it. So you didn't get a Tiffany's? No. She no. didn't want a Tiffany's? No, she's not into that at all. Oh, you have to Yeah, so I mean, I did do a lot of diamond shopping for her. So this whole story, did I tell you about the whole story mm. about uh, how mm. we... Uh, Got engaged? I, ha- I, ha- I have no idea who she is. Sorry, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I've never even met her. That's Yeah, I know. You should meet her. She's pretty cool. Um, okay, so her name's Linda, right? Um, and I've known her for a few years, but only, you know, two years ago we started going out. And, two um, years? Two, two and a half years? Three so, years now. So things can happen really quick. Things happen just like you wouldn't know it. So <laughs> two years and then you're married. It's crazy, isn't <laughs> it? It's good. Yeah. Does oh, that... I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. I know guys that have been engaged for billions of years and they're not really into the idea of marriage anymore at that stage. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, if they're so comfortable with each other... Then and it, it gets to a point where marriage seems like a lot of work. Yeah. So it's probably a good thing. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a good thing. You think it's a good thing? I think it's impulsive. Yeah. Semi. Semi? <laughs> Semi-impulsive. Taking your age into consideration, maybe? True. I mean, I just shot with a girl that's 21 and she's engaged and I'm like, ooh. Hmm. And she's probably listening to this, but it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Generally speaking, I think in in our age or our age group, if it's quicker, it's probably better. I guess. I mean, the thing is, you've got to look back, though, at the history of marriage. And, you know, back in the day, you know, our grandparents were getting married at 18, 19. Yeah, I know. We're nothing like our parents, but, you know, they made it work. And I feel that society these days. Oh, my God. You brought up that word society. Society. I think it's too early for that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's dial back on the DNM a bit here. No, no, but seriously. so, So, how did you propose? So um, she does Bikram yoga and she wanted to do the teacher training course. Ever since I met her, she wanted to be a Bikram yoga instructor because, you know, if she quits a day job or wants to go traveling, she can, you know, pick a studio somewhere and teach and make money on the side. So So she's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. She's she beats me in the arm wrestle. It's oh shit! You said that. I said that. <laughs> hey, look, I'm a little Asian guy, so I can say that. I mean, like she's. Are no, you she's saying fit. she wears the pants? No. <laughs> she would not like me to say that either, because she's. Oh yeah, my she's god! Has, has, like has, has has marriage life become a situation where you're a little bit like that, like? you are aware of what you say to the point where you know that she's going to hear what you say? I think that's like that in any relationship, isn't it? Really? I, I don't wouldn't know. know. Yeah. I just speak that's my true. mind. That's so true. I that's you. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like what, what, I recently had a married man who's a friend of mine, good mm-hmm. friend of mine. 
who's followed me for many, 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 many years. Yeah, right. And just literally say to me, he can't follow me anymore because his wife just happened to be looking over his shoulder that day. Yeah. And he, she saw something that she didn't like. And he just said, I'm sorry, but I have to unfollow you now. And I'm like, wow. Well, where does your loyalty ro- lie? I mean, yeah. I'm not... I'm not saying I'm asking for a loyalty, but I'm yeah, kind of yeah. like, it, why it, did I cop the raw end? Yeah. Sort of. A little bit. <laughs> Is it because it's easier to just agree? I don't know. I think it's easier to explain it that way, though, because some guys do have reasons as well. I mean, if they're genuinely seeing the shit you put out and their mind is going to those places, then they know it's unhealthy for their relationship. Then maybe is a bit of him wanting to do that as well for himself. Oh, my God. Using the wife as an excuse. I don't know. Oh, now you're making me feel bad. <laughs> I just oh, figure that everyone has a level of self-control But you're right, maybe not everyone does Yeah Do you reckon you have a level of self-control? Um, no, I mean, of course you I, have I, your self-control I, I, think, when you're... I think I do But I, I think this is another DNM to be had at another time But like, you know <laughs> I've slept with a lot of women who are in long-term relationships right. And I've slept with women who are married mm. And for many years Or for a year I was really beating myself about it right. because I'm, I'm not religious, but I know one of the Ten Commandments are uh, you shouldn't leave, sleep with somebody else's wife. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's one of them. Yeah. Well, don't commit adultery, I think was the... Yeah, uh, but I don't know if that's my problem because I'm not the one who's married. True. Anyway, that's another topic. Let's hey, if you were to take ground. the letter of the law into their hands, the girl would be the one stoned and the guy would just be free to do whatever he wants. So... That's, Kinda. That's all I, it took anyway. me a long time to realize that I'm not the only one that's doing bad here, but mm. also that I'm the lesser one that's doing bad. It took okay. me a long time to get there, okay. but I think I think I kind of have. Okay. Um, it's even s- scarier when I meet the guys, right? And they want to beat me up. Of course. But then after like me talking nervously for a few hours, they actually end up liking me. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's your gift, man. You can just make anyone just like you. That's the problem. But I'm just honest. Like, yeah. I don't think it... It was a problem that they had. Okay. And I don't think it was my problem. I think, you know, I don't know. I'm only human. Too. If you were in that situation again, would you do it again? Oh, mm. I don't think I have so much lately. Um, I think I was in a, been in a bad place too for yeah. the last few years. As you know, I've been in a real weird place that... I, I kind of took good bits when I could hmm. just to feel better. Right. And I think we're all like that. Like, I think in the end of the day, maybe the people that do the things that are wrong, mm-hmm. maybe they were just so unhappy with their lives that they just took an opportunity to feel something good for a change. Yeah. Well, that's... Could be completely wrong. And I, you know, fucking got, they got caught. Too bad. Hmm. But like, I think there's a lot of gray yeah. in, you know, you mentioned society before. Yeah. It's a heavy word, but like society is not black and white, man. No, that's it. That's it. You know, like we can't keep saying that word and then using black and white analogies. Yeah. Because end of the day, there's so much grey to contend with, and people deal with it in amazing ways. Like, I know a lot of women who, and men, mm-hmm. who are fantastic at keeping a secret. Mm-hmm. How could you possibly? <laughs> How could you possibly keep any secret in life? Right. Is beyond me. Because you wake up every morning and it's on your brain. 
it's there. Yeah. It's like if you cheated on your, your husband or your wife, how can you live with that for the rest of your life? It's just mm. beyond me. So, in my personal opinion, it'll come out. Yeah. If you murdered someone and no one fucking found the killer, the killer's going to get found, is my opinion. Right. Because they can't live with it. You can't live with it. Do you reckon everyone's wired that way, though? Uh, now I'm trying to put everyone in the same basket. <laughs> Look, Society. I... Society. Yeah, well, I used to always believe that um, everyone's good. Even the worst people in the world, I used to think that there was, they were good. Mm-hmm. But I am different now. Okay. Uh, I sincerely believe that there are bad and evil people in the world now. Right. And that's a new thing for me. Yeah, because that's pretty black and white, hey? Now I'm being black and white. Mm. I'm being legit black and white here. Yeah. I'm saying that black and white, there are 100%. I know for a fact now in my heart of hearts that there are some people out there that are just evil. Mm-hmm. They're just bad. Yeah. And that's helped me a lot okay. to realize that it's taken me fucking forever. You know, I used to always give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. But then, no, nah, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. And I know for a fact that there's like, I don't even need to know them. Yep. Okay. You know, I mean, I've said before on um, blog posts and podcasts and stuff that it's not so much the evil people that I'm scared of. It's the stupid people. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly believe like... I've run into, I've had, I've been held at knife point twice in my life. Right. And they were both stupid cunts. Yeah. Like legit. So dumb that I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Because I couldn't convince them to put the knife down. Right. With all my intelligence, with all my sweet talking, Mm. you don't want to do this, bro. You'll be in jail for 30 years. I don't know one. You don't even know me. Yeah. Like you kill me. You don't even know who I am. What's the point of you being in jail for me for the rest of your life? more knife he's more knife you know I needed to end up saying something stupid like you know my mates have called the cops and they're on their way that's the only thing that they reacted to because they're so fucking dumb Hmm. so I've always thought that the 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 dumbest people in the world are the scariest people in the world that's true you know if someone's gonna kill you Jono walking home tonight it's because they were a dumb cunt yeah really dumb that's it. That raises an interesting point, though, because you're putting dumb in the way that they sort of don't understand rationality. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't, ra- if you can't have a conversation with someone, then you've got mm. no hope to hop out of the conversation. Mm. You have no bartering power. Yeah. So you're literally an animal to animal. I mean, you're talk- you're, it's like you're looking at a, a dog that's about to bite you. Yeah. And all you can do is eye contact. Yeah. And there's nothing else you can say. Yeah. Because it doesn't understand a word you're fucking saying. It's just yeah. going to bite you. Yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. So that level. animal, whatever. Interesting. But back on... <laughs> we're so off topic. We're so we're off so topic. So, so, That's so what on, always so, happens. So, so you, you met this girl who was really strong. Yeah. Well, healthy. She's, she was fit. I mean, she does pole as well. And she... I heard that. Pole, pole instructor. What's the go with the pole instructing? So she's... I don't want to. I don't want to like bring your wife into it so much because I've never met her. That's cool. But there's something about pole dancing that every guy thinks about, but we never talk about. So hmm. there's a sexual charge to pole dancing. Absolutely. There's no doubt. There's bullshit. It's about exercise. Well, 
there is a sexual charge and it came from a sexual place. Mm -hmm. So what's the go there? Okay, so, all right, let's bring the history of this studio that she works at, okay? Previous studio owner, used to be in the industry, mm -hmm. in inverted brackets, um, and then this realised that it was a way of keeping her fit and had this massive pushback from the rest of... She set up one of the first pole... It's called Pole Fitness Studios. Okay? What, is it Australian? It's Australian, yep. Okay. Just down in Canterbury. Mm -hmm. And um, she's won numerous awards and shit like that since then. But because she's really, really pushed the fitness aspect of it and she's done everything she can to dispel, to completely wipe away any of the sexual stuff with that. But you can't. Well... It is what it is. It is what it is, but it's actually you teaching... It's not actually... There's, she's not teaching moves in between. She's just teaching holding poses. But they're splitting their legs. Yeah. But like, it's... It's to give you the core strength that you need. So, but it's, it's still when you watch it, you could still get a heart on if you're an ordinary man. Oh, I don't know. Really? After you see it, kind of like up close, and you're like, you know, these girls are like grunting and like sweating, and they're like, you know, to make it look graceful, sure. I mean, you can do that, but it's still. Let me break this myth. It's not that terribly sexy. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, aren't there other sports you could do that weren't inspired by the sex industry? Wouldn't it be offensive to the women in the sex industry if everyone's just treating it like fucking five-year-old girls are doing it all of a sudden? Well, I don't know, but that's, it's, that's you know, the pushback she has to live with, and it, she actually has five-year-old girls in her classes. And is it still happening, or was it a trend that's gone? Because honestly, I haven't heard of pole dancing in at least three years. Yeah, it's... Well, it's dying. Her studio's still going all right. I know, but it's dying. It, I guess so. In terms of saturation. Mm, in terms true. of, like, my auntie was doing pole, okay? Oh, wow. For fitness. And I don't even want to mention her age because I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> but dude, like she was doing pole and I'm kind of like, okay, this has reached saturation. Yeah, right. right. Yep. So I'm kind of like, I'm pretty sure she's not doing pole anymore. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm 100% sure. There definitely was a fad. There was I a think, fad. Yep. And, and I'm I talking think... about rich women in mm. Bellevue Hill and shit getting poles and putting them yep. in their houses and yep. doing it for exercise yep. for a little bit there. Yep. It still happens, not as much, but I think that people are starting to do it more for the right reasons now. So, what well, well, one reason? Whoa. Okay, sorry. Whoa, okay, no, I, I completely said no, 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 no. okay. I reckon pole for the right reason would be to do it in a nightclub or a pole. Mm. But I think pole for exercise is the wrong reason. Okay. But for, so you're sorry, saying in the context of her in studio, in the context of exercise, in the context of her studio and the business models that she she's running. So she doesn't teach girls that do pole in front of adult crowds? Correct. And she wouldn't accept a student that wanted to do it uh, for that? She wouldn't say no to it, but she's not teaching the move. She's not teaching anything sexy. But she's, she's teaching core strength, which a pole dancer strength. that does it professionally could yeah. So she's giving you the tools. Her, could learn those yeah. things from her. And I mean, some of the instructors have, you know, are strippers or have been strippers and... You know, she doesn't make any judgment on that. But the okay. core idea of it, the point of it, was to build certain core strength in certain areas and, I don't know, it, and, and form it, a camaraderie. It's, it's interesting. I think she's, like, there are so many businesses you could choose to start 
in this yeah. world and she's literally just gone for an uphill battle well, from the fucking start. Like I like, said, she's come from that industry though. She's come from the sex industry. Right. I so believe, she's um, Right. So that's different. Yeah. She's on a mission. Yeah. Good on her. Yeah. And how do you fit into that? Because you're pretty straighty 180 oh, in comparison. I, don't know. I mean, like Okay. So the part that is pretty cool as well is Linda and I met at church. Ah, and this is getting really complicated. So this gets complicated. <laughs> well, no, look, I mean, church complicates everything. Mm. It's like a fucking blanket, a thick doona. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to understand a, what you mean by that. It's not, church is not a sheer sheet. There's a lot to dig through here. Yeah, but yeah, go yeah. on. Okay, okay. So, so, so you met at church. Yeah, yeah, and um, she's you know carrying out responsibilities there and. Like I said, she's doing pole for fitness. She wants to do yoga, instructing as well. And so, I mean, I've always just had a working relationship with her at church. And then all of a sudden, one day I was like, we were having a barbecue at a friend's house or something. And we were like, oh, yeah, let's, uh, do you want to, do you want to come along? And she was like, oh, I've got nothing else on. And then we just sort of clicked. Clicked. And but that's the thing, right? Like, it's not saying that, um, Photographers who shoot, who shoot hot chicks can't meet someone yeah. or pole dancers can't meet anyone or yeah. church boys can't meet anyone. I True. mean, it's just like I've met so many escorts over the last year of shooting mm. and they all want to fall in love. Yeah. All of them. Like, it doesn't matter if they're fucking a guy every night. Yeah. They still want to fall in love with the guy they meet tomorrow. Yeah. I think especially if you're in that industry, I mean, you kind of long for... You always Something want what you haven't got yeah. as well, maybe yeah. a little bit. Well, I can't you speak for them, but you know, so, I, okay, I can so imagine. married. Mm. Um, I, I want to get onto the married life thing a little bit later because yeah. I know it hasn't been long. It hasn't been long. You've only been married for like half a year or something. Yeah, three months even. Yeah, uh, for the record, I didn't go to your wedding. <laughs> You're not upset about it though. Not at all. It's just like I started to get worse and worse at my friend's weddings. Hmm. Like I was starting to leave halfway and stuff. Yeah. So I figure I better not go at all if I'm going to leave after the lobster comes out. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a bit rude. <laughs> but um, I think it's mainly because I don't believe in it. Like I believe that, I believe, I, I don't believe in marriage because I believe that you sign an agreement to say till death does part, but no hmm. one holds to it. And that's what I don't agree with. Okay. I don't agree with everyone that I know that's broken up. Right. You know, divorces. Hmm. Um, I know at least three guys that have uh, lost their wives and they'll be forever paying off a house and for a daughter that they will never see again. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to get into a gender debate either, but the, like, women screaming for more power, like, my God, these women got everything. You know? Like, yeah, legit, they got everything. Especially when it comes to kids. And well, one of the guys is a chef, and I know how hard that is. Yeah. You know, too. Yeah. You know how hard he works. He yeah. fucking dies every day at work. Yeah. Because he loves seeing how he can look outside, and one person's going, oh, my God, tell the chef that this was amazing. Mm. He is that guy. Right. But then to have, like, for the rest of his life, to pay off a house that he doesn't own, and pay for a daughter that he'll never see, mm. it's kind of like... Anyway, off topic. But, um... That's interesting because a moment ago you were saying, you know, it was a good thing that you get married. Well, after. that's the thing. Everyone's different. Mm -hmm. I don't want to poo-poo it mm. in hope. Everyone believes in hope. Okay. That's a good point. Everyone believes in hope. Yeah. So you can't poo-poo it and write it in stone. 
Yeah. You can't. When people say to me, Justin, there might be the right person out there for you. I'm like, I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't go like, no fucking way, I'm done. Yeah. You know, it's not like that. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I also wonder who I was sometimes in a seven-year relationship or a four-year. Right. Like if I was to rock up to that girl's family yamcha at Saturday every 11 a.m., mm-hmm. they had the same table, all the relos were there, 40 mm-hmm. people on a table. I was there at 11 sharp every Saturday. I can't even fucking turn up to anything on time these days. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. That person, yeah. I don't even know who that was. Like, you, go, you get under a spell when you're with someone. Like, yeah. when, you, when you become agreeable and you give so much of yourself up to someone, mm. if she wants to go to bed at, at 11 o'clock every night, you do. But when that person's not around, well, fuck, if I'm going to bed at 11, okay. you know, stay up till 3. I won't go to sleep at all. Now, that doesn't happen at all yeah. when I'm in the traps, right. when I'm committed right. to another human being. Right. And you, I mean, you look at the positives, like we're connected somehow. It's like women who live in the house and they all have periods at the same time. We're yeah. fucking connected somehow. Yeah. We sleep together. We are one person. Yeah. I don't wake up when you fart. You don't wake up when you have bad breath. It's just all normal. Yeah. But then... um. When you're out of that situation, you wonder how you got into it. True, but so you never liked that part of you when you did, you know, become agreeable and Um, changed who you, you know, certain aspects of yourself. I think the change is the hard part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, I have a lot of, um, I've I've said this before to a, a couple of people, but it's like, you know, you meet a girl who wants to go to the US. Yeah. And she's the fucking best thing you've ever met. Mm-hmm. Then you start dating her. And next thing you know, she has no plans to go to the fucking US at all. Right. All she does is want to hang out with you. Okay. Everything she does is you. Yeah. You've become her fucking hobby. Yeah. And next thing you know, I don't even know what I've fallen in love with. Because she doesn't even want to go to the US anymore. She's right. not that girl that I first met. Right. You know? Okay. And I think a lot of it's got to do with guys... And this is going to be fucking ridiculous if we post this because okay. we're getting into gender debate shit. Okay. But dude, I, I honestly think that guys, we find it so much easier to fall in love with hobbies. Cars, toys, right. PlayStation, mm-hmm. chicks, photography, yeah. food. Doesn't matter. Fashion, sneakers. <laughs> There's always know, something. Power tools. Yeah. Doesn't matter. We'll geek the fuck out. Yep. To the point where we're masturbating over it almost. It's <laughs> that close. We obsess. Yeah. Put our heads on the pillow at night. You can't think of anything but fucking what offset should I get for my yep. MX-5? Yeah. What wheels? Uh, plus 13 or plus 15? Fuck, I don't know. You don't reckon women get that way? No. Hmm. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Generally speaking, I think women don't pick up hobbies anywhere near as fast as men do. And I don't think they get anywhere near as obsessive, compulsive about this shit as we do. They got shoes. They got fashion. Yeah. But they'll still fucking lose their shit over a guy. Here's something I can put to you. Mm. My wife. Sometimes every once in a blue moon, every couple of years, she finds a game on her phone... And she'll just get obsessed. She fucking gets obsessed with it. And you're not even there. 
Well, I mean, she likes to try to keep it in balance, but seriously, that's every single moment. Yeah, but that's what makes it cool. Yeah. And that's what makes Christina cool. Uh, we shouldn't be mentioning names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it cool. But um, that's the thing, like, that's what makes it cool. Hmm. See, when, a, when I meet a girl that wakes up at, like, okay, I've woken up yep. in bed because there's a bright light. Yeah. She's on her fucking phone and she's checking the forum <laughs> to see if there's any posts. Yeah. I'm like celebrating inside because yeah. I'm like, that's me. So that's you- me. That's like. Something that is beyond logic. Something mm. that you know is going to piss your partner off, but you can't <laughs> help it. You can't fucking help it because if you don't do it, you're not happy. True. So it's kind of like, why do ma- majority of girls that I meet mm. have to make me the hobby? Yeah, yeah. Why no, the I- fuck am I the hobby? Why the fuck are you not the chick that I met that yeah. was into photography and all this shit, like yeah. amazing shit and art and stuff, mm. and then you meet me and all you want to do is me? Yeah. It's kind of like... Super counterintuitive. It's so ridiculous that it's the quickest way Hmm. to make someone not like you. Right. Because you've given up all your powers. Yeah. Like every time you're into something, that's power. Hmm. Whenever you're into something, you're learning. When you're learning, you're experimenting. When you're experimenting, you're learning. It's all a fucking circular momentum. Yeah. And you're in control. Well, even if you're not, True. the potential is with a capital fucking P. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you delete all of that, there is no potential. <laughs> There's no potential to do anything. That's true. It's like a one-way path. It's like you've forgotten who you are and all your eggs, you've got 12 eggs on your board. Let's just say you've got a dozen eggs. Mm-hmm. You've just decided to give every one of those fucking eggs to your partner. Mm-hmm. And now they've got the responsibility. And you're just fucking cruising because you've got no more eggs to worry about. Yeah. But it's like, dude, since when do you give up all your eggs? The whole concept of like, till death do us part and all of that, it's bullshit. You still need to feel responsible in life. You can't be like, I can let myself go now and have nasal hairs down to my knees Mm. and she won't leave me. No, you've still got to cut those nasal hairs, bro. (laughs) You do. But you do. Yep. You can't let go. Yep. You can't get comfortable. Yep. Absolutely. It's another human being. Yeah. It's another animal. Yep. You you just can't because as soon as you get that comfortable, you're basically abusing the relationship, in my opinion. So that's fair. I find that's why I find marriages fall apart is because people get too comfortable. Right. You know. And why the hell would I marry someone if I wasn't like? I don't know if I started to get comfortable with them because that's what happens. You get so comfortable that you propose. (laughs) You know, people get so comfortable that they go to marriage, but actually you want to marry someone that you're completely uncomfortable with so that you maybe can last longer. Almost. Anyway. I sense there's a bit of generalization going there's, on there. There's basically all generalization. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't ever say anything unless I was generalizing. Yeah. True. Like, like I, I don't think it's possible to talk about individuals in the, yeah. in the world. Because there's always individuals. Yeah. There's always people that aren't... There's men that aren't men. There's women that aren't women. Yeah. But you can generally say men and women. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
some people will still throw They'll shit argue at you. That, yeah, yeah, but it's it's like I'm only generally speaking, you know. Mm. Like, um, I think there is a huge pr- proportion of society. Oh, okay, let's not use that word. There's a huge a number word. of people out there though that are wired to be comfortable in certain confines so that they can be focused on other things. Children, family. Yeah. Agree. Agree. I think if you want to do that, then there needs to be an agreement yeah. for that. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know people... <sighs> you know what? I think even if you do have children, I'm generally speaking mm-hmm. once again. Yep. But I even think that even once you've gotten married and had children... If you haven't scratched those scratches, if you haven't made those marks in the wall beforehand, mm-hmm. then I think you're in trouble. Right. Especially if you start pining for that shit. Yeah. You know, I think... I think oh, fuck, I hate to speak generally and fuck, I, <laughs> I hate to do gender debates, but... Seems to be the topic today. Yeah. I do kind of think that, like, when you're in your 20s or whatever, that you can take the fucking biggest risks of your life. Yeah. I honestly believe it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're going to take a big risk and you're going to do something that maybe can change the world, yeah. then do it then. Absolutely. Right? Because I reckon, honestly, once you do have yep. children... That's it. Then you're taking that risk for all of them, them. as well? Yeah. So I don't mean to start a gender debate here no. and I don't mean to be anti-family or anti-marriage, mm. but I do believe that to reach your maximum potential as yeah. a human being, yeah. uh, to do things that could change the world, to do things that take risks that could potentially change the world, yeah. then you've got to do it when you're young. Yeah. And having said that, once you have a family, it's harder to do. Yeah. That's all. Not impossible. No. Just harder. Uh, 100% agree. You know, and I think there's a certain percentile of people in the world that aren't made for the people who do that 100-hour week yeah. that send spaceships into space or whatever. Like, those guys are freaks. Yeah. You know, you talk about gender pay gap, maybe... This is gonna, I'm gonna get flamed for this. <laughs> I can already fucking tell. But maybe go. a shitload of women out there haven't thought about it hard enough and maybe they don't wanna be those fucking losers mm. that are spending 100 plus hours a week not spending time with their. Elon Musk has got five kids. Yeah. You reckon he spends quality time with his kids? No, no. fucking way. Yeah. We all think he's a fucking hero, but bullshit, he mm. spends quality time with them because he spends every single working, every single waking hour he says should be spent on work. That's his, that's his thing. Every single waking hour, basically, you should be working. That means the children have... Nothing. 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 Okay. So we all make him out to be a hero, but he's probably a sloppy family. Well, man. hey, look. There's but there's one a, thing. There's a place for that. Yeah, right? there's absolutely a place for that. There's one thing to be a hero, but also heroes are heroes because they are something that no one else can reach, right? No one wants to be Elon Musk. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. There are a lot of women that are saying, how come my salary is not the same as his? But it's because he's put himself in a place where you wouldn't want to be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is going to call the ruckus here. Yeah. Because I'm saying, I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm sort of getting at is that 
majority of us don't want to be in that position. Yeah. Whether you're male or female. Yeah. I think, uh, but I also think only a man is crazy enough to do that because I think that a man in many ways has less things that they can do in life. Hmm. Or women, a woman can do more things. Like, as in, okay, well, we can't give birth. So, okay. yeah, I've said it. But it's like, if Elon Musk could give birth himself, mm-hmm. or suck shit, motherfucker, you have to take some time off work. Yeah. Okay. And that goes against everything he believes in. Yeah. So, there you go. Po- sort of point proof. Okay. But anyway, let's get off this because I, I'm getting slammed <laughs> for hours on this. Okay, so we're, we're, we're gone. I, All I, right. I sort of wanted to talk... I, we haven't really talked about your wedding and stuff, but yeah. um, I'm sure we'll, we'll go back to that. But I kind of wanted to talk about Black Betty okay. because you and I have had something similar in that like Zen had a shop, you mm. had a shop. They were both related to our passions. Mm-hmm. We both gave... I think we both gave Sydney a go. Yeah. In terms of um, what other people might not understand if they run blogs or if they run websites or if they're younger, they've never run a business. Yeah. Or they've ne- never run a physical business. Yeah. I think what they don't understand is that a physical business has always been the dream for most Australians. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a shop. It's not true. There was no online. Yeah. There was no online. So you had to... You either lived at home in your bedroom with no computer or mm. you had a shop. Like, yeah. I mean, a shop was a desirable... If you had a shop, you were successful already. Yeah. In the 80s. You're literally you know? leaving your you mark. You had a shop. You had a family business. Yeah. Right? Um, and then the online shop thing started happening and crap. And then, like, you and I both had shops. Yeah. With insurance, mm-hmm. with rent, yep. with having to deal with making sure people came into the store, like not about your Facebook page. It's about fucking getting customers in and not only just hanging around, buying shit. That's it. And my business went down, your business went down. Yeah. And we're both as passionate as each other Mm -hmm. with our businesses. Mm -hmm. So what went wrong? That is a good conversation. This is is a good conversation. I know, because it's like a lot of people out there Maybe don't even dream of opening a shop these days because yeah. they fucking figured it out now. Yeah. But we hadn't. Yeah. It was still... I don't know if it was like this for you, but I'm pretty sure it was. Now, now I don't go to Zen. I, I like it mm-hmm. as well. Right. But there was something really nice about having a bricks and mortar. That's true. That's true. It a little bit, like, bit of you misses that, right? A lot. A lot of you. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about... The old world and trying to keep the old world new, and mm. then the new kids just fucking fucking it all up for <laughs> us. But anyway, let's, <laughs> let's go. Let, let's go. All right. So, did you when you set up the shop? Mm. Did you imagine it would go down the way it did? As in, happen the way it did? I'm not saying it. I no, 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 not at all. But I think it's my shop was a little bit different to yours. Okay, yours mm. is a. I wasn't offering a solid service as yeah. much as you were right i think um in a good business mm-hmm. general business generally speaking guys everything is generally speaking for mm-hmm. me. generally speaking 101 i think a good business has to offer a good service yeah and you need to work with great people in mm-hmm. order to make a business work absolutely and from my sort of background i know that you were working in the business that you're in for years before you started Black Betty. You yeah. were making coffees, you were working for another coffee establishment. Yeah. 
It's not like you came from fucking nowhere, okay? Yeah, right. You did the fucking work. Mm-hmm. So that was a tick in my box. Mm-hmm. Second tick, you had a network of good friends. Yep. Like your friends are better than mine. <laughs> my friends are going to fucking kill me for that. <laughs> but your friends are like, your friends are really nice people. You know? I have some great friends. Yeah. And so they were going to be at the shop all the time and support you and stuff. All right, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm going to get to that. Yeah. I'm going to get to that because yep. I reckon they all did you wrong. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking hammer those guys. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, no, seriously, it's like, there was that. Mm-hmm. So then you're kind of like, well, fuck. I remember asking you at some point, like, Jono, if you're not making money, like, what's the fucking point? You're like, I fucking love this though. It's my passion. I don't care if I'm not making money. And when you said that, I'm like, you're fucking gone. And then a couple of years later, you were. Right. All right. So we both know, because that's what I thought too. (laughs) You need to make money. You need to make a lot of money. You need to almost rip people off in order to have a successful business these days. And I couldn't do it. Anyway, but anyway, it's different to that. Yeah. I think with your your company, it was more, okay, you were selling coffee. Mm-hmm. It was a very trendy time with um, cold drip, certain things, cronuts. Yeah. <laughs> and what the <laughs> fuck cronuts. is a cronut, bro? Uh, All I know is that there's no cronuts in my fridge and never will be. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I know you tried everything. It's like Kingsford. It's like a really buzzy sort of place. Okay. You know, I sort of thought like you, you couldn't fail, mm. but you went in cooler than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Cold drip coffee in Kingsford, never heard of. Yeah. Cronuts in Kingsford, never fucking heard of it. Mm-hmm. Black Betty, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Black Betty in black on a black sign, <laughs> so you can't read it? What the fuck in Kingsford? Yeah. What the fuck were you thinking? You know what I mean? So Absolutely. you were almost relying on your mates who thought that was cool, that designed that logo and everything. But it's like Kingsford's full of people that are pretty much uneducated on coffee yeah. culture yeah. in general. Yeah. I love it that you thought you could maybe change that and teach them. Yeah. But these kids, it's not even their money. True. They're not educated. They don't even... They, they, you've even told me of rude people coming in mm-hmm. and snapping their fingers at you because yeah. they wanted a coffee. Yeah. Because they couldn't speak English. Yeah. Now, bro, when you told me that, I'm like, I knew it! <laughs> but at the same time, there was all the potential in the world. All the potential in the world. Yeah. For you to just click. Mm-hmm. For it to click. For it to click and like, that's all you needed. That's all business need. That's all businesses need, I think. That's true. Is that one little fucking bit of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look at Dai um, running... um, Chili Vanilla. Chili and Vanilla. And, like, she's been selling boxes for months and there's not many boxes selling at all. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, one whole building decided to buy a box for every single staff member on every floor. Right. Wow. You know, and some of the staff members just happened to be... It was Channel 10 or Channel 9 or whatever it was. Oh, wow. And just some of them happened to be George Columbaris. Right. And she's got his address and she sent him a box. And it's kind of like... Holy fuck, die, you made it. That's it. But that's it. But like, mm. fucking hell, she's stuck in there. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like... You never know when that, that time is. Yeah. So with you, you hung in there for... What, I hung in Okay, so, all right. 
from my perspective, okay, I think... You rock up to work every day. Rocked up to work every day. For me, I always wanted to view it. Okay, so this, I know you're going to sound... You're going to say it sounds like a cop-out. But, you know, for me, you were saying earlier on, in your 20s is when you take all the risks. How old are you? All right, so I was a little bit past that. Okay. I was... Shit, when I opened You were probably 25? Oh, okay. Okay, Okay. so... But, you know, I wasn't married. I didn't have a girlfriend even. I was just... Ready to give it everything. Ready to give it everything. Everything. Everything you did too. Yeah. But to a certain extent, I didn't want to compromise who I was. I didn't want to compromise my initial vision for it. And I genuinely believed that if you opened up something that was different enough and unique enough and had a character and you opened it up near a uni, near the uni surely, of New South Wales. You thought, surely, surely you thought yeah. numbers. Eventually surely. something's going to click. People surely. are, you know, someone's going to, someone with influence is going to actually start, you know, spreading the word. Hey, we tried. We Your tried. friends tried. Yeah. I mean, we we tried. Like, we went there and had a coffee, but I don't know what it did. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. What is that? Like, what is, what is, what is it that I open a shop in Leichhardt and I end up sending t-shirts to people in Leichhardt? Hmm. <laughs> like, what the fuck? These kids too fucking lazy yeah. to walk into my shop? Right. They live in Leichhardt. What the fuck is it that someone buys something at midnight? Hmm. And then stupidly buys another thing 10 minutes later. Then five minutes later, they buy a sticker and they just paid $15 shipping on all three items. <laughs> What's mm. wrong with the world, John? Yeah. I mean, what happened to the guy that was addicted to coffee that would come into your shop maybe five times a day? Yeah. It's almost like they're getting it on eBay or something. I mean, honestly, how can you get a coffee on eBay? Yeah. I mean, okay, I had a Nespresso machine and that mm-hmm. screwed coffee shops for a while. Mm-hmm. But now I don't use it because I know the coffee shop down there makes a better coffee. Ah, there you go. So I stopped using the motherfucker. Yeah. But is everybody else stopped using it? I hope so because it's like, that's not real. That's real. Yeah. And I'm much happier for stepping outside of my house and seeing what the mm. beach looks like in the morning. Yeah. Then... Being groggy and making one in my kitchen and not seeing the beach. <laughs> yeah. So this is what's happened. Well, you've got all of that. I mean, the thing is for the uni students, though, I think that it just came at a bad timing. I mean, they shut off Anzac Parade with the tram. But didn't the Cronuts bring them in? The Cronuts are like The Cronuts brought worthy. some people in. But the fact is, Cronuts was pretty much the only... We had amazing coffee and no doubt it was the best in town. Best coffee on Hands the street. Down. But, and we did unique things. I mean, the cold drip filters, the pour overs, the siphon. Yeah. I really liked your food. And I liked your milkshakes. They were in paper carbs with paper straw. Yeah. Legit amazing. Yeah. But not enough traction. Yeah. Yeah. With the people who loved that shit. Yeah. Like, I loved it, but I don't know how many people got excited about it as I did. The whole dichotomy of it was that the people that already do love that shit, they know what it is, they love it, they live out in. In the hills in the Do you western think, suburbs. That's why I, I said to you at some point, if you wore like Pikachu or something outfit, that probably you'd get more <laughs> New South people coming yeah. in. I mean, do you almost think that you would have had to, 
Like, do you almost think that you needed to sell out in order to make it? Because I honestly felt like that was f- so many times. I definitely thought that was going to be the case. I mean, if that business was going to be successful, I would have to change everything about it. I felt like that was then too. If yep. we if we sold the list and whatever else yep. and all this other shit, then if we did stand stuff and whatever, then yep. maybe... But that's using money as an indicator of success. And that wasn't what I was doing. That's trends. Yeah. It's like focusing on trends and... You, you, were, you stayed true to your guns almost too hard. Yeah, well... I mean, you had like science labs and shit in there, oh. coffee labs. We had cool looking gear. I wouldn't call it a coffee lab. I wanted to get people involved, people get interested. And we did. And that was You the were thing. selling a culture that and was, they weren't interested. I was selling a culture and I think that we, success, we succeeded on that front. Okay. To a degree. Okay. Not to the scale that we wanted to. But genuinely, there were people that came in and said, you know, I learned so much from you. We got in the broadsheet. I get sheet. that. I we get got... that. When we get that with Zen. Yeah. But majority people still says shop, shows, shop goes down and you know what I mean. I'm people, just saying. Yeah. So, okay then. Well, in retrospect, mm-hmm. can you tell me and other listeners about mm-hmm. uh, your regrets and maybe not advice. I hate, I hate the whole whole concept of people giving advice yeah so let's not give advice but yeah. what are maybe the some of the hardest things you learn i know there's business mm. partner involved that i don't know anything about yeah i know there's money involved yeah that i don't know anything about and i also know there's a culture involved that you're so invested in yeah that maybe you couldn't convert enough people so yeah. i, I want to know like out of the hardships of like putting everything of yourself into something Mm -hmm. and then having to close it, Hmm. having to end the chapter. Mm -hmm. What did you learn from it? Okay. Well, look, if I were to do it again, I would do it again. Absolutely. Hands down. That's awesome. That I'd have zero regrets about giving it a go because that was what I wanted to do. I set my mind on it. And if I, you know, settled down, had kids, and then not have that experience in my life. You wouldn't, well, you wouldn't, I hate you myself this for itch. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So I got that out of my system. But you did it. You did it. I mean, there were things that I didn't learn, that I did learn that I was really, really bad at. Stuff like, I want to know, financial management. Okay. Having a good accountant. It wasn't, I had the shittiest accountant. Okay. I'm going to, I'm not going to name names, but he was. He basically just sat in his office all day and supposedly at the end of every quarter, I would just give him a box of receipts. He'd charge me three grand to put through, you know, the baz and whatnot. So he didn't have a vested interest in your company. Absolutely zero. But they're not expected to. No, he wasn't expected to and I didn't expect that of him. But at the same time, I thought I became comfortable with that situation and I wasn't actually actively looking at the bottom line and researching every single detail and seeing if I could make every single But because that's not your strong traits though. Well, I mean, it has so it's to almost be. Like if you're you going needed... to be running a business, you need to have a certain amount of business sense and financial responsibility. Do you feel like you could have done that with a business partner that was a shark, that was a money man, that or a money Buddha? Like a person that you have this passion for culture and coffee and then this person has a passion for making money. Yeah. Like I, maybe that's what we all needed. Look, my business partner at the time, he was a business He was man. that money guy. He was the money guy. But he just but wasn't very good at it. He wasn't 
What, so you're saying that maybe he wasn't as good as his thing as you were at your thing. Well, no. So that wasn't going to be the plan. He wanted this thing. He, he was my previous employer. So I worked at yeah, his at previous co- empl- coffee oh, shop. <laughs> so, yep. um, and, um, and so he wanted to actually give me my dream. And to this day, I get that. I love, and which that is he's like done that, which is like a lift, right? Yeah. Like I know that you had to take that. Yeah, I know you had to take that opportunity. Yeah, you, you mentioned that to me. You mentioned that you were working for years for a certain person, mm-hmm. and that this is the way I heard it. Okay, was that money wasn't really a big thing to him, so he thought that he was more interested in you chasing your dreams, and he was more than happy, more than happy to. Put money your way even if it didn't make a profit he was more than happy to get you to that's how i took it yeah it was kind of like a guy who was willing to take a risk on you that was that that's pretty much the case uh, to a degree I that's mean, pretty awesome to get to that situation yeah. in the first place yeah. a lot of people never get there absolutely so congrats and so, and high five to that thank you because that was an opportunity well taken yeah yeah so i had to give that a go absolutely you had to you could you could not say no to that. Yeah. It would have scared the shit out of you. Yeah. But well, you still had to do it. You know, it was still a 50-50 split though. And right, so, so you still put in as much as he did. Absolutely. So you lost money too. Oh, shit yeah. <laughs> shit yeah. Yeah, bro, you know I've lost money. So uh, we, let's not get into specifics. Well, look. <laughs> and that's why, you know, I, I don't care if you want to call me a cop-out excuse or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, I look yeah. at it as an expensive hobby and it was... It's nothing, it's not unlike, you know, building a fucking race car. No, but it's different, What the fuck did, why did you build a race car? No, 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 it's so different because when you, it's so, I know you were going to say that. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because you said this to me like three years ago when we were still sitting in your coffee shop. Yeah. It's different. It's different because you were offering a service. It's Mm -hmm. different because of that. Yes, it was a passion to you, but you can't offer a service if the service is not working and you're getting something out of the making, but the service isn't doing. You can't. Like, I get what you're saying. But that's almost like saying you're building a race car that is coming like second last race every car, race. race no, it's race got no results. Kind of it. Race car, you're kind of building it for yourself more than anything than the sponsors and all that shit. Okay, unless you've got sponsors. Mm-hmm. But you had responsibilities because it wasn't all your money. Mm-hmm. I think there was somebody else there that invested and that gives you the pressure of we can't keep losing money. Yeah. And you were losing money and you said to me to my face that was like, we don't care if we're losing money because I'm doing what I love. Mm-hmm. It's different to building a race car. When you build a race <laughs> car, you're losing money you're getting so much enjoyment when you're it's different i was enjoying it i know you were but it's different when the other person's got to pull the plug eventually yeah well the other person didn't pull the plug he gave me free reign oh my god i was who is this guy are you sleeping with him or something (laughs) like (laughs) i worked with him for 10 years prior so i've been (laughs) but he's known me but seriously can you introduce me to him No, 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 seriously, what a legend. Yeah. What a legend. But at the same time, like, Jono, like, you knew that unless you made money from that place, it wasn't going to last. Yeah, absolutely. And you knew it. 
I knew it had a, it had an expected life. It had a shelf life, you know. But There's you didn't need. So you didn't need to though. I think that your business uh, was way more profitable than mine. I think that mm. Black Betty as a business is more profitable as a service to the world than Zen Garage. In many That's ways. One way of putting it. Yep. Okay. And I just feel like. I'm just so sad that it's not there anymore. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm kind of like, man, just towards the end there, I was thinking maybe we could work together and maybe yeah. I could sell Zen coffee there. Yeah. I was just getting to a point where, hey, I've got all these hits and unique visitors. Hmm. Why can't I send them to a physical place? Hmm. Hey, I've done that within yeah. a month meet. We talked hey, about that. I've shut in the month meet down. Hmm. Why can't I send them somewhere else? Hmm. Of course I can. Hmm. But it's kind of like, I suppose I needed you to want it as bad as me. And maybe yeah. that's where it all kind of fell apart. Yeah. You know, like I think everyone, you know, you're not here to help people in life. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I like to inspire people, yep. but I'm not here to save anyone. True. That's for sure. You know, I don't want to be like a fucking taxi driver picking up a prostitute going, oh, let me marry you. Let me marry you. I'll sell my taxi. <laughs> you know, I'm not here to save people. You yep. know what I mean? Um, but to a degree, I guess I was. Yeah, I think I think I think there's a uh, uh, what I like about you is like Black Betty could have done with my help, but you never really took me up on it, and I kind of hated that about you at the time. Right? Like I, you know, we have like we had like a few million reach or something a week, mm. and I said to you at one, I think I'm I'm pretty sure I walked into your cafe once and I said, Jono, how about you put up a Black Betty ad on Zen Facebook? Yeah, and you pay to boost it. Yeah, you could boost it out hundred bucks. 500 bucks, whatever you want. Hmm. You get all the fucking hits in the world. Yeah. But you didn't even take me up on it once, I don't think. Yeah. And that's an interesting... For me, I was kind of disappointed because I'm like, why wouldn't you? Hmm. You know, for your business, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you give me 50 bucks that I'm not going to pocket? Yeah. That's going to go to Facebook, $50. Yeah. But it would have gone out to all those people. But I'm kind of like curious as to okay. why you were so proud that you... Okay, mm. that's an interesting one because I thought about that so much. When you raised that, I was like, man, this guy is just... It was extremely generous of you. To it was just that. a fart. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I don't think about well, things Well, that's prior. the other thing as well because I also know that you have a propensity to say shit and I'm, sometimes I'm like, should I push it? Should I, you know... Get him out of his comfort zone. I'm pretty sure I asked twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't know. We, we had this conversation once, I think, but then I think there were some messages going mm. back and forth as well. And so I was like, I came up with ads and concepts and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, it was around at that, that point that I started to just lose I think so. in the business. I think so. Yeah. I got that vibe. Yeah. I kind of got that vibe. I think that wasn't early. That was late. Yeah, yeah it was, was it was quite late already. And I think I I think with Zen we were late. I yeah. think we were really tired. I mean, I was the most down I probably was. Yeah, and I I also that knew that about you, and I you know I didn't like, have the stock to put in your shop, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the honest truth. That's it. So yeah. I, I you also said, you said we want a display cabinet that you can put in here. I couldn't even dis I couldn't afford the display cabinet to yeah. be honest. I'm like I was gonna have to say, Jono, you have to buy a display cabinet yeah. for us to put the stock in. Yeah. So, so I didn't even ask you for that because I was too embarrassed. 
So maybe there was, was a bit of that going it was, on. It was, it was both, it worked both ways. We're and both it was around times. this, that time. Okay. So, okay. Behind the scenes around that time, that was when I had Babs come on board. Babs? And, yeah. To not, not on board in a business sense, but to actually help out with the accounts situation. Wow. So I had he, no idea. he came on board and basically because my previous shit cunt of a accountant was just so useless i was so far behind in taxes i owed so much money to the ato oh my god that's sunk you that's it yeah well once you know once you know you owe that's yeah well i knew that was always going to be the case and that was something that i was kind of budgeting for to a degree but when babs came on board and he completely tore down all the numbers and He's like, bro, fat. black and white. Yeah, black <laughs> and white. You're fucked. And oh, we got to get Babs on the show, by the way. Oh, oh my God. He is so good to talk to. Oh, and he, awesome. he, you know, showed me the truth. And I was, I guess, to but a point... But you knew that too. I was trying to lie to myself. I know. Now, this is what I want to get out of you. Yeah. Because the lie is what every motherfucker's living. Yeah. And I'm here to, I'm here to demystify what? that shit, bro. Because... You know, like, I'm sick of people patronizing me and saying that I'm something that I'm, I'm fucking not. Yeah. I'm so far from a lie. It's disgusting that I'm misunderstood that badly. Yeah, yeah. Same goes with you. It's like, there was no doubt about it. There was no evil in there. Yeah. There was no bad intentions. No. You didn't lose that money on purpose. Yeah. You fucking put everything you had into it. There yeah. was real, but people don't know that. Yeah. People will quickly just pay you out. Yeah. Like legit, they'll just say, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, bro, there's not one sentence in this. There's years in the making. Yeah. So this is, this is what I find fascinating. It's kind of like, I don't want to say society again. Like, <laughs> You're saying it now. No, 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 but holy shit, there's a dying breed. Yeah. Holy motherfuck, there's a dying breed. Like what I'm finding lacking in my life is people that put values in a place that I put value on. Right. Everyone puts value on shit that I can't give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. You know, likes, Mm. Instagram followers, Mm. reach, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think you get older, you start to realize that your values need to shift. Yeah. And maybe, you know, like you said, maybe the coffee trails, the coffee black Betty and all that shit was just like a fucking, an itch that you had to scratch. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't just end that passion mm-hmm. and drive because of money. Like, Agreed. Like there was a culture in coffee culture that you loved mm-hmm. that was independent of money. Completely independent of money. Yep. There's a time that that rock band made songs in their bedroom with their best friends mm-hmm. and they didn't think about the money. Yeah. And they didn't think about touring the world. Yeah. How do we go back to that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, I'm still running Zen. Yeah. You're not running Black Betty. So I'm still continuing. Yeah. But it, at a lesser degree because I don't have the shop. Yeah. The shop... Half of it's ego, agreed. Mm-hmm. Half of it is like having, you know what? I'm not just a fucking blog, like you other guys. Yeah, I've got a real fucking shop, so yep. suck shit. 
you know? Yeah. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Yeah. But you know what? I ran out of money. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like... I think the frustration... Okay, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. All right. If I can. All right, let's try. The, let's try. The frustration is that there are a shitload of cafes out there that are doing better than you ever did. But they never even fucking understood coffee culture. They didn't even scratch the surface. Now, how do you feel about that? Because I know that there are blogs that have got shitload more hits than I do mm-hmm. with Zen. And yep. there are photographers that have got a shitload more followers than I do. Yep. But they can't frame for fucking shit. Any mm-hmm. photographer yep. that I know that's a pro would look at their work and go, that's amateur. Yeah. But they get more likes than us. Yeah. So where's your stance on that? All right, my stance on this. And this is going to be an interesting one because I'm not sure if this is what you expect. Well, okay, coffee culture-wise. Because you know there's a lot of coffee shops around. You surely have coffee at some of them? Yes. Have you had bad coffees? Absolutely. Oh, fucking let's go. Okay. I'd love to hear this. Here's Here's my thoughts on it. Fuck coffee culture. Yes. Yes. Because it's a, it, it, it hurt you. No, it's not about hurting me. I did what I loved. I did what I cared about. I placed value on what I found to have value. To yourself. Yep. To myself. Yep. I created something for myself that I loved. And if people loved it, awesome. If people didn't, they were talking about it. Cool. Other shops that made shithouse coffee that were raking in the cash. Yep. Raking it in. Raking Cues it in. Cues of people out the front. Some, okay. Cues. There were reasons why they were raking in the cash and the reasons why they're making money. And they were reasons that I wasn't willing to go and compromise my vision on because that was not what I was about. So if they were making money, awesome. I I was happy for them. And the thing is, okay, so here's the thing. I get that. That's cool. I'm now working at a business. And so this is the thing that sort of brought me out of Betty. This healthy, juicy bar kind of place. Yeah. You told me about it like a year ago and you said they were killing it. They were killing it. And, but their priority is absolutely not on coffee. And it's the wake up call I needed because being in that environment and being cost conscious, being in that environment where you're producing for quantity, prioritizing it over quality <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We were. But that exists. That exists and it's successful. Absolutely. Yeah. And I came into it, I was like, wow, you guys are raking it in. So, what, you could have turned it around just just quality, quantity over quantity with Black Betty? That wasn't what you I wanted have, to do. I could exactly, have. Exactly, but it's not what you wanted to do. No. Okay, keep going. So, but I'm coming into this business now and I'm putting my spin on it. I am adding. You said that from the start, but I, it's like, I'm what do still you mean? Am. Is your spin making them less money? It's not making them less money. And that's the thing. Working within the the confines of cost consciousness and helping to develop ideas and solutions that will still make them more money even. Are your decisions that you make on a daily basis conscious of the fact that they have to make money from the idea that you produce? Well, can't you? So you can't even produce an idea that doesn't that loses the money. Well, I think that there are com- there are certain things that you can do that people don't do. It's the attention to detail. If you're not busy, why the fuck are you still making a shitty coffee? Or a good coffee, because if you're not busy, it doesn't make any difference anyway. True. 
Because you were if, making good coffee in and any you weren't busy, shop. but it wasn't making more business. Well, yeah, but in any coffee shop, you're going to have busy times and you're going to have less busy times. Sure. And so if you're not going to take as much care and attention and give it all you've got for every single fucking cup you push out, <laughs> all right? So well, I'm still speaking. Everyone deserves a good cup. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I do it for myself. I... People uh, ask me why I'm doing latte art when they're going to put I a fucking lid on it. I make myself a shit copy, copy yeah. and I, I think I deserve better, but sometimes I make myself a bad one. So right. we're only human. We're only human, but I... If you see the shit I push out at my shop, like, it's good shit. But it's I, not your shop. Well, that's the thing. I don't care. Ah, uh, so, so, okay, let's talk about this then. I like this talk. Okay, so, going from someone who is solely responsible mm-hmm. for what they do with work yep. and their success at work, how do you fucking go back to working for the man? How the fuck do you do that? Because I'm fucking, there's no mm. fucking way that if someone says to me, Justin, you put your shock shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't, you don't value what I bring. Like, <laughs> you know, like, honestly, like, how do you get joy from making somebody else more money. Because now it actually puts an active boundary on what I can and can't do. It's so easy when it's your own thing to get stuck in what you want to do and you just close your mind off to seeing ideas, to seeing processes that work. That's obsessive compulsive nature. That's good. <laughs> it's Good to a degree, but... <laughs> but it's also unhealthy it's, if it's, you're chasing up negatives, negatives, negatives. I get it. Absolutely. And you're stuck in your insular mindset, right? Yeah, I get it. I get and it. you're okay. just being stubborn for the sake of but being stubborn. But if you're working for somebody else, surely that's insular in that you're on a train track. You're on a rails. You're on the rails. Only if you believe that you're on rails. Ah, so you believe you can change the company that you work for. I have been. I believe I'm making the difference. I like that. I like the fact that I can go into anywhere. I like that, that you're not rocking up to work and just like wasting a few hours just to yeah. fucking like get the most out of your day. You know? yeah. I like that, that you're, uh, but, but that's a rare person. Like you, okay. You're, that's different. See, okay. <laughs> now, this, now this is not being fair Yeah. Okay. because if I was to employ someone, yeah. just anyone, yeah. generally speaking, fuck, I don't need to say generally speaking. Okay. Okay. If I was to employ someone and there's no fucking way that they would have started their own business and failed and lost that much money and learned the lessons that you have, Mm -hmm. and there's no fucking way that they would want to step it up and work harder for me on the same pay. I just don't understand how that... You're a rarity. You see what I mean? Mm. It's not fair. What you're saying is not fair. Okay. Because I can't just employ someone like you who's already done the hard yards. Yeah. To learn what's right and wrong and what works and what doesn't and ticks and crosses because the person that I'm employed hasn't done any of the fucking assessment. I, the thing is, I don't think that what has made me has been those hard yards. Uh, I the, uh, the, being, the failure, sorry. The failure in inverted brackets. it has to be because you're going into a business where these people are succeeding. And you're seeing how it's completely different to yours and you outlined that for me really clearly. And it's almost like, yes, that's their values and yes, your values were yours. But at the same time, I almost feel like if you started Black Betty again tomorrow that you would employ some of these tactics just automatically. Okay, so let's, let's, let's rewind the clock back a little bit. 
Do you want to know the first proper job I had? Sure. Gloria Jeans. Coffee. Coffee. So Bro, they're successful. That was where I started from. They're successful. We had a, uh, had a store in the middle of the CBD, Castle Ray Street. It's a little kiosk. It was nothing. Mm. It was just a little Gloria Jeans outlet. Mm. We smashed it on coffee. I was being absolutely 100% every cup I gave. And people came in droves. Because of you. Because of well, what I you gave. you made a difference. I made a difference. You weren't just Gloria Jeans. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Okay. So... That has always been my attitude. Wherever I go... How come I, that didn't work in Kingsford? Because it was just the You know what? Because search. they weren't intelligent fucking business people that were making big salaries. That's I, probably why. If you were on Castlereagh Street, mm-hmm. you're talking about a whole lot of really educated people that were mature and in their working career buying coffee or someone that they fucking liked. Yeah. And they liked your coffee. And you told me yourself that you had like Asian students that were coming in straight off the boat from yeah. China that were like spitting in your face. Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's got to be it. That's definitely a big part of it. Yeah. It's got to be a big part of it. Yeah. It's it got to just, be a big part of it. You're selling a coffee that you're putting your heart into and someone just goes, walk out and go back to uni. Mm-hmm. Uni students have no fucking value or nothing <laughs> in life yet. When I was uni, I was just trying to get fucked as fun. You know, I'm just saying, when I was in uni, I'm loose cannon. But to a degree, when you were in uni, did you, were you not at the most, the biggest stage in your life where you were like, this is me, this is what I've got to prove. I want to yeah, be cooler not, than no, everyone I else. To, I, don't, I haven't got the money to spend on cronuts and cold drip coffee. Yeah. No fucking way. I'll still do Maccas. Yeah. I'll still do Maccas now. Hmm. So I... I I think that... That was the realism that I kind of missed. I think that is the realism that you missed. That's yeah. why I said well, you should dress up as Pikachu. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, that's the only thing that those guys would listen to. Yeah. It's almost like you were selling a culture that was way... You were placing... Not way too advanced. You were placing yourself personally hmm. more value on coffee culture than anybody else in a 20-kilometer radius. And that's probably the yeah. sad truth. Yeah. You know, you get to Red Fern and stuff, you start to get some more people like you. Yeah. But in within your 15 kilometer radius, yeah. the circle around Black Betty, yeah. I think you were the only person serving good coffee. Yeah. And I think you were the only person that knew the difference. Yeah. That's yeah. the sad truth. That was the truth. Absolutely. You and got fucking shit tire shops, McDonald's, Subway. Yeah. Uni of New South Wales. Yep. How are these kids going to know the <laughs> difference between a good red wine and a white wine? They're not going to know. Coffee's no different to wine. Yeah. You can't just drink a coffee and go, you know, mm. Australian, you, we, we both know. Like, uh, here's another story for you. Yep. I had a friend who run a ca- ca- cafe shop in the city. Mm-hmm. Actually, I forget the name right now. He'll fucking hate me for this. But, um... He served coffee just like they do in Italy. He right. went to Italy. He went to Italy. He had fucking coffee all over Italy. Yep. Scientifically took it apart. Okay. And then started serving coffee like Italy. All he realized was they just put a shitload less caffeine in it. That's it. Okay. Coffee's meant to be like this watery thing that you have with mm. a fresh pastry. You read the newspaper. You say hello to everyone in the cafe. Mm-hmm. Good morning. I'm off to work now. Okay. 
So he started serving coffee exactly like how right. they do in Italy. He wanted to replicate that whole experience. Yes. Okay. And he was in Darlinghurst. Okay. And first day of opening, people started coming back. Okay. With their coffees and saying, what is this? Right. Can you make it like double or triple? Yeah. So he started making it stronger. He's like, oh, what is this? Can you make it stronger? Right. Make it strong. Sydney culture, Sydney coffee mm. is not coffee culture. No. It's about, I need to feel drugs. <laughs> I need to feel, I need to feel like this coffee is waking me up. Yeah. I need to feel shaky. Yeah. That's true. I need to have a shit after this. Yeah. Bro, in Italy, coffee is so mild, you've already done your shit and shower at home. <laughs> then you've gone to the cafe to say hello to your friends. Yep. You have a coffee, you have a pastry, and you're off to work. And yep. it's this big milky, watery thing. Yep. The first time I had it, I was like, <laughs> you know? But then like you, you have it and you realize that you don't need to diarrhea. Yeah. You don't get, oh, I've got to go. Yeah. You don't have this. Ugh, I want to work for fucking five hours straight. Yeah. I think Sydney culture is taking coffee culture completely the wrong way. And they need a, a hit. Yeah. They need a hit of caffeine. Yeah. And Italy is not about the caffeine at all. It's about this flavor no. yeah. in water yeah. that is different to tea. Yeah. It doesn't give you a hit. Mm. It's a nice okay. start to the day. Yeah. It's not a hit. So, that's an interesting topic. That is a very interesting topic, and I'd definitely love to see it firsthand, I think. I mean, that's where people know coffee from, hmm. you know? And you go there, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Got to have 10 of them in order to feel a high. But that's every day. You go to different cafes, it's all the same. And you're like, shit, I'm starting to start dig this. This is hmm. what coffee's meant to be. You know, you have a pizza in Italy. It's not like a Domino's pizza. No. <laughs> where you've got cheese <laughs> in the crust. <laughs> and you've got like <laughs> meat lovers. There's like, a video on YouTube. Oh. Have you seen there where this in Sicily, yeah. some guys took over a pizza shop there and started serving Domino's to... And they're like, what the fuck is this, Yeah, right? uh, They were like fucking throwing it back in their face. Okay. <laughs> the first time you pick up a pizza in Italy, yeah. you can't pick it up. Yeah. Because it's like vertical. Because <laughs> it's like a fucking sloppy thing. Yeah. And everything falls off. The yeah. tomatoes and the cheese. But that's all that's on it. Hmm. Tomato paste, tomato and cheese. That's it. And it's like, you got to fold it almost hmm. to eat it because it's so sloppy. But, um... I don't know what is pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. Like we are <clears throat> we are so detached from culture. It's hilarious. We Especially with coffee. Especially with coffee. The thing that got to me though, the thing that drew me into it was that coffee and in fact anything really. The culture is what we make of it. What does it bring to you? Yeah, but that's where your personality needed to be louder. And mm. where your personality was loudest was at Gloria Jean, right? Whatever. And you were good there. And mm. you know, in your head and your heart, you know for a fact that you made that Gloria Jean more special yeah. than if somebody else was working there. Like, you know that because you were there, mm. you made that brand 
better and cooler and more successful and stuff, right? Right. So that's what gives you the building blocks to go and set up your own thing. Yeah. But then when you set up your own thing, it wasn't there. Okay. And yep, that's yep. the biggest mystery of all. Mm. That's what pisses me off the most because mm. where you and I are different is that you were going on building blocks, but then you stumbled because, and you couldn't figure out why, but you went into a location where the people were just a lot harder than the previous location. Yeah. So as much as you shown more, yeah, it wasn't able to bridge the gap. Yeah. Whereas luckily I've gone from working with more and more conservative people to slowly working with people who didn't like conservative mm. and it suited me and then everything's gone better for me. Yeah. Because I was lucky. Hmm. So I think that's where like I'm the most pissed off about Black Betty not being there still. You know, I know that I didn't drop in enough. Guilty as charged, guilty as everybody else. <laughs> but a lot of it's on you too. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like, hey, look, well, you needed to remind me. me that you were there. Wow. You needed to That's what a business owner has to do. Yeah. You know, we have to be pushers. And doing these podcasts and stuff, people are fucking sick of seeing my face and stuff. But I fucking, I'm gonna <laughs> shove it in their faces. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta do it. You yep. gotta, you gotta uh, sometimes step over the line and offend in order to reach a different audience or whatever. And I, I, I think you were not willing to budge on that. I think you mm. weren't willing to budge on how cool. Black Betty was and that's what I think was your downfall think, in the end yeah okay so that's definitely something my business partner has brought up oh really a lot of times he said I think you're being too cool with this I think you could sell out a bit Jono yeah. <laughs> and that's sell what sell out a bit Jono that's what pretty much anyone with a head for business came in and said the same thing I'm wearing Pikachu outfit wouldn't have been so bad <laughs> maybe for you I would have worn it <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't hide you, man. If you brought that up as a suggestion, like when I had the means to do so, I would have been like, "Fuck yeah, Justin, I'd buy your Pikachu outfit." <laughs> but I swear, if you wore Pikachu and started doing cosplay, there'd be a fucking queue of people out the front. But that's oh. the thing; like, you were too cool for the street, hmm. you know. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Like in retrospect, there's no regrets. I love that. Hmm. I love that. Uh, where to next? Where to next? I mean, I mean, okay. Mm. A lot of people ask me, "Are you going to open up Zen Cafe?" You know. Mm. I mean, I still had that dream of like people on a train every day drinking a coffee with a black cup. There's no logo on it. Mm -hmm. People like, "Fuck, that's pretty cool." People drinking a coffee <laughs> with no logo on it. That's pretty fucking cool. Maybe the logo's on the other side. No, the logo's not on the other side. Mm. But then when they finish it, the logo's at the fucking bottom. <laughs> you know, the big Zan roundel at the bottom is like, whoa! That's cool. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's very cool. But what's to say that if I invest all that money in a cafe, it's not going to just fucking fail, just like Black Betty did? It isn't. There's nothing to say that. You're going, you're probably going to fail. I think that's... So this is your thing on coffee culture. Absolutely. I think there's so... You, you brought it up just now. Yeah. So you get to a point where suddenly something clicks. Yeah. And that's where the successful businesses are. And if it doesn't click, you're it, fucked. That's it. But that's business. 
So you don't think you're going to go into business anytime soon? I think I'd like to give it another crack at it sometime in the future when I have kids grown up and out of the way. Alright, so you having kids? I'd like to. Cool. I'd like to. Married for how long now? Three months. Oh my God, that's nothing. Wow, this guy's fresh. Where's the camera? Well, this look. guy's fucking fresh. <laughs> <laughs> three months. Three months. Uh, I'll, I'll, get you on, back on been... the, I'll get you back on the show in three years okay. to talk about marriage. Okay. So yeah, we're definitely too fresh to talk about marriage. We've no, been no, no. talking about kids for years. Though. I know we have been. No, uh, as in me oh, and you. Linda. Ah, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, so cool. We, we sorted out, we sussed out all of this stuff right at the start. We were like, you is know, that how, is that the only way marriage works these I days? I definitely think so. It's always been the case though. I think. But um, what if I don't want to have kids? Well, then so you I'm find someone. someone which doesn't really dreams not of having kids. Absolutely. You have to do that. It's one of those deal breakers. It's one of those things. They in all life. lie. They all lie and say they don't want to have kids. And then all of a sudden they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking generally again. Uh-huh. I just got hammered for that shit. <laughs> no, no, seriously. That's good. <laughs> But they all do to me anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, interesting. Like I think, mm. I think the majority of our meat tonight has mm-hmm. been Black Betty. Yeah, because um, I don't know too many people of your age that have gone out and done that. Right. Like to be honest, I'm a go getter. Mm. I've always set up my own thing, mm. but not many other people have. Anyone can start a blog. Anyone can start a website. But you did a bricks and mortar. You didn't just move into it like we did with Zenny, that you actually had nice tiles and (laughs) nice signage. You know, you you, 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 know. And I was like the only person that was angry with you for that. You know, I'm like, (laughs) fuck, Jono, you didn't need to spend much money on tiles, bro. Like, you could do that later, you know. But anyway, like, Mm. you did it right. And probably no one's more upset apart from you, than me. I think so. Because I know all those guys on mm. the forums. Yep. And I know that they're just not, none of them have really done I a risk they... like that. I don't think so. In yeah. my opinion, I don't think anyone's really gone out like that. Yeah. You talked about Babs. Even Babs hasn't. He's very comfortable. He's employed. Well, you, you know, no, he's... Oh, no, okay, okay, okay. But it's different. It's different. It's very different. He's not got that risk factor. But, but he's done that in the past. Did you know that? Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, okay we'll get Babs on the show All eventually. Right, you okay, need I'll to get go, his story, look, man. if I've lived multiple lives, I'm sure Babs has as oh, well, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, I, I know. The first time I met that guy, I was already like, you know, he <laughs> sat in my MX-5 and he did drift motions with his hands. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this guy must be amazing. Okay, He was wearing car, car make corns t-shirt. Yeah. Um, but... Did you know he used to have a laundromat in Mount Druitt? You see, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. So. Now, there's a lot to Babs. Mm. But, you know, you're kind of like one of the younger guys amongst all the other guys. And I know that a lot of those guys are married and stuff and have children too. Yeah. But I also know that they didn't do anything mm. until today. I also know that they just worked for the man. Yeah. So, I, I think now that they've got children yep. and now that they're married, yep. why would I even keep tabs on them? That's true. Not no offense. No, I can say no offense to from. anyone that I know, but mm. it's kind of like it's not really exciting for me. Mm. Like it. where I can potentially work with someone is when they're doing something like what I'm doing, yeah. taking risks. Yeah. Um, and I'm sad that you're not there still. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is this I, the end of our friendship? Is that you're gonna stop keeping tabs well, I on didn't, me? I didn't come to your wedding. <laughs> so. I didn't come, but but you're here now. Um, look, I think, um, and I'm glad that you're here now because mm. a lot of people might be like, "You didn't come to my wedding. Fuck you. I'll never see you again." <laughs> but you know that I'm more complicated than that. Absolutely. Right. So it's kind of like I get something out of you, you get something out of me. Yeah. Let's just call that the way it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that Black Betty went down. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a bit upset about it. Um, a little bit of me feels like I could have helped, right. but I don't think, like you said, I don't think it was up to me. No. I think it was all on you. Yeah. Hundred percent, and I think we've cleared that up tonight. Yeah. Um, I also think that there's maybe a lesson for the people. I don't know if everyone's listening. But I do think that there's a lesson in being too proud. Hmm. I don't know if you agree with me with that, but it's like I'm pretty fucking proud of what I do, and I'm pretty stubborn. And I think you were too, a little bit, maybe a little bit too much with Black Betty. I still think that we need to make money. Hmm. Like as much as like I'm, I just dumped Toyo as sponsorship, a thousand bucks a month. You know what I mean? That's wow. good money, bro. Yeah. For doing nothing, yeah. for Instagramming and a couple of posts here and there, mm. but I couldn't live with the guilt. Right, it's just kind of like I want to make my own money. Thanks. Okay, I want to make it my own. Like my own, this is my coffee, you know, mm. kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, I think that that's what that's what kills us. Like I think you True. needed to sell out a little bit with Black Betty in order to be maybe would still be there today. Yeah, but at the same time. I think there is a degree of you need to lie to yourself if you're going to actually have the balls to do something. Like do you re- do you genuinely believe that when Elon, little twenty, you know, fifteen year old Elon he thought he could do it? He could, yeah, exactly. Uh, I have a different mindset on that. Mm. I don't think that I can do something until I know I can. Okay. So I'm kind of like the cunt that like. I won't stop until I get good. Right. And then once I get good, I fucking know I'm good. Mm. So with these podcasts, it's like the uh, eighth one or ninth one. Mm-hmm. And there's no one more embarrassed about them than me. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I can't watch them. I'm cringing. But I'm like, you know what? If I made the first one perfect, I'll still look back at it in 10 years and yeah. go, my God, that was horrible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a doer. Yeah. I'm a like, uh, like I said with Star, you know, we argue about our songs. Mm. They're not finished. Mm. But I'm like, they're, they're out there. You know, when I started posting that shit, all the fucking guys on Facebook that have all the better equipment than me started messaging me. Yeah. You know, I won't name any names, but they <laughs> fucking know who they are. Right. Oh, Justin, you should get these speakers. Oh, yeah, no, you yeah. got the wrong interface. You should got this one. Oh, don't use that. You should use Ableton because, you know, fucking roofers use Ableton. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? Let me listen to something you've done. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Everything's in process. Oh, I've got nothing to show. And I fucking made 10 songs before they fucking mm. said that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Absolutely. bro, what kind of person am I in life? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a perfectionist. I am not yep. a perfectionist. And that is why I respect you. Oh, thanks, bro. I got to say it. I mean, like, you know, let's go yeah. way, way back in the past. <laughs> I knew you. I first heard hey, you. When did we meet? Okay, I first heard of you back in the in front days. I was... Whoa, 19... Well, anyway, that was 99. 99, yep. So, <laughs> I was just getting into 
Graphic design? Web design. I was oh, doing no. fucking HTML pages and I was like looking up, I was like, how do I do this? And I'd be looking up builder.com and CNET, right? No way. And one day I was just browsing CNET and CNET. your link came up on builder.com. Yeah. Australian design community. And mm. I clicked on it and it blew my mind. It totally blew my mind. And I was like... <sighs> Wow, all these creative people are doing stuff that I could never dream about in a website and yet they're exercising, you know, creativity and they're doing We're pretty they're humble pushing too. a message. Absolutely. Yeah. I was pushing hard. I had a manifesto and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at it, I read that, and I was like, Man, that's where I want to be. I have good news for you. Hmm? As of today, Damien Astrope is back on in front. He left nice. to work for um he left in front to work for Microsoft in oh, Seattle. Wow. Biggest job ever. Got driven to work every day. I'm sure he loved it. His Jeez. whole family was flown over and they had a house and everything. But he even bought out of in front. I'm sure he hates me saying that. Fuck you, Damien. <laughs> but he's back now, he's groveling back. But you know what? Damien's in front. So Right. Even though he took money on the way out, he's fucking redesigned the site. Right. And we are relaunching <gasps> to celebrate our 20th That's anniversary. Awesome. And oh. we are giving the power to the people and everyone that's Australian can contribute to the site now. That is so exciting. I know. Oh, man. Oh, we are back. <laughs> and you know what? 20 years. 20 years. And today I get the message. And you're here and you mentioned in front. I mean, wow. and I just did a podcast about design. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like, as naff as it sounds, <laughs> number figure eights, fucking stars align. Yeah, yeah. Figure eight, eight was the podcast. It was about design, talked about it in front. Yeah. Uh, he sends me a message and says, you know, I'm back. I want to, I've designed the new in front. What do you reckon? And I hate the logo too. So I sent him a message saying, can we get rid of the logo? Then I double checked his designs properly and like there's a new logo on it. I'm like, uh, yes. Nice. I got to check it out as soon as I get home. That's well, it's not there yet. Oh, right. It's just the design. Okay. But we're coming close to our 20 year. Yeah, right. So all they want me to do is, the only real job I have is to write the history section on 20 years of Infront <laughs> and write a spiel and maybe put the manifesto there that yeah. was long lost and dig it all up from my sidequest drives and zip drives and <laughs> try to find who was a contributor back in the day. You yeah. know, in 99, 2000, 2001, who made it happen? Yeah. I need to include these names. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was an interesting day this morning. It was like kind of like, oh, wow. shit, shit, we're coming back. It's 20-year anniversary. I so I'm glad, I'm glad so you brought now. that up because it's like, a lot of people don't know hmm. that I have a previous life. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that I'm more than a car guy. Yeah. You That's know? a shame. That's a real shame. Cars are nothing to me. Mm. I mean, I just, I learned everything through graphic design. Yeah. You know, I made real changes there. Absolutely. You know, like convincing Aussies that we don't have to go overseas to make it. Yeah. That we've got enough inspiration in our own backyards yeah. to fucking make it here. Yeah. I did that. And it I'm did, really proud of it. It you did know? it to me. That was what got me into it. You know, and the thing is about that, it might be forgotten, but it's like, it's not as offensive yeah. as little kids doing burnouts at the end of NMR. 
like that is that is truly offensive because you know what they don't even care that yeah. they don't have a car park to meet at anymore. Yeah, it's like I worked so hard for that, mm. and like when I took it away from them, I thought, yeah, fucking suck shit. Yeah, this event's gone. I'm yeah. closing in a month meet for good. No one cares. No one cares. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm shocked that no one cares. Mm. It, it proves me right. They don't deserve it. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't care. That's it. I mean, we would have died for a car park to rock up to every month yeah. without cops shutting us down. Yeah. Because we got sick of the shops, cops shutting us down every month. Yeah. And we would have loved that. Yeah. But we never had that. Yeah, we didn't. And they have it, and they have 3,000 cars there, 2,000 cars there, mm-hmm. and they still want to run into fences and shit. It's like, it's like, oh, I can't even begin. <laughs> you know, I can't even begin. Like, for, for I like, feel you, man. I totally feel oh. that. That's just, I look at that footage all the time, and I'm just like, man. I oh, know, but then I have my mates, people who are friends of ours. Yeah, yeah. That are messaging me and decide to hop the fence and not be friends with me because they're like, Justin... Stop acting like there's nothing wrong with the car scene. Mm. It's all fucked and you're, you're the fucking fault of it. I'm like, guys, oh. come on. You know who I am. Please. Please. Just because you've got family and kids now and stuff doesn't mean... Yeah, sure, you won't come to my meets. I understand that. Yeah. Because it's fucking nuts now. Yeah. But you don't need to poo-poo it. Yeah. Because I'm still trying. Yeah. Where, what are you doing? Yeah. You're not even fucking trying. You're too busy, like... Looking after your kids. Mm. Bro, I'm still in the shit. Yeah. The last thing I need is shit from my friends. Yeah. And people who are from the past in JDMST. Mm. It's like, bro, I'm getting so much shit from 20-year-olds that anyone from J-Type who says something about me is like salt in the wound. You know what I mean? And they don't get it. They're like, ooh, what the fuck's happening within a month, mate? I'm like, guys, you don't understand. This is personal. Yeah. This is like you're talking about Black Betty. Yeah. And they never got that. I'm like, guys, grow up a little. Grow up a little yeah. because you know, I'm not making a dollar from yeah. this event. Not one single dollar from the $10 entry. Mm. Please, guys. Yeah. Don't you know who I am? That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I no, never have, say have that. Have some respect. Never say that. No. But in this situation, yeah. I'm not the different person from when I was running meets when they were rocking up yeah, yeah. and they were doing burnouts. Yeah. Like Shane and stuff was doing burnouts <laughs> at my meets. I'm no different to that guy today. Yeah. But for some reason, they think like... I don't know, man. I know, I know the interaction you're talking about and I know the comment you're referring to and I think that there was a little context that they lacked in putting that comment through. I know that you took that... I took it way too personally, Very but at, personal. the, at the same time, it's like, you take a pot shot at me, yeah. and it's like, bro, you don't understand. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you take no. a pot shot at me, I'm like, you took the pot shot at the wrong person. Yeah. You should have taken a pot shot at the scene. Yeah. But I since when what... was I responsible well, for the scene? Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah. I've given them a venue, just like we always had. And unfortunately, they behaved badly and I shut it down. My take on what they said, okay, was there was not a pot shot at you, mm. but rather it was... Pot shot at the is, scene. The scene yeah. was fucked. Yep. But you yep. were enabling that by not coming out strongly enough. Oh, that is ridiculous. I know. That is... I think that, that not a part my of that job, was... It's not my job to yeah. parent 
the children. Yeah. If someone's gonna hit a fucking pole yeah. or fence down, yeah. What the fuck can I do about it? Yeah. Apart from like call the cops. Yeah. Which we did. Yeah. Honestly, I'm a just a I'm just the person running it. Mm. It's just like, what could we have done? We beefed up security. Yeah. We called the cops in to hire them for one meet. Yeah. And if these guys think that I did nothing, you're kidding me. No. Well, that's the thing. Like, they, they wanted a scene. They wanted the scene to be perfect. No, they wanted it to be perfect, but they also wanted you to say, guys, you are fucked. I'm taking my ball and going home. Oh, I, and I didn't do that? I think that it didn't come... It, it still showed that you cared too much about it. You were really passionate about it. Was it was only another four more meets before I shut it down. Yeah. I and mean... And that's the thing. You that you did that at the end of the day and they were... And, oh, know, now they're fucking embarrassed. I hope so. Because, you know, things don't happen yeah. just because someone hits a pole down and you shut the meets forever. Yeah. It doesn't happen quickly like that. No. Not when you've been working at it for years. Absolutely. Okay? So you still have hope. Yeah. You still have hope. So yep. you hire the cops. Yep. And then it goes wrong. The next meet, they defected us. Yeah. Then you have one more meet. Yeah. Then you had one more meet. Then it was over. Yeah. So four meets after that Man. guy complained, it was done. But you got to admit, I tried. You tried but, so much. But these guys, they don't, they've got to understand, mm. I am just another person like them. That's it. And for him to say... To put so much in one person to change yeah. a scene? I'm not a politician. No. Like, you're kidding me. I think you're they just overestimated they, your influence on the and, whole scene. And, and they, don't, they don't remember that I'm just another person that mm. puts a head on a pillow at night. Yeah. But you're Justin Fox. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm, you know, you don't want to be me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because it's like, honestly, man, like my girlfriend's always copped it the most because they, they're the ones that... Realized that I couldn't sleep at night hmm. because of the one negative comment. Yeah. It's like y you can be Justin Bieber yeah. and you would never want to be him. Yeah. Because if you wake up in the morning knowing that so many people don't like you and they don't even know you, hmm. how do you live with that? That's it. And it's not funny. No. So I don't pay him out apart from just bringing him up in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to a good point. It's a but really it, good it, point. It, it's a valid point. Absolutely. You know, we all support. You know, these people that were hammering me hmm. probably support Cars for Hope. Yeah. But they don't understand that I'm suffering from depression. Yeah. And they don't understand that having a go at me yeah. just makes me fucking fall into the depths. Yeah. They're, they're happily fucking have a go at me in public. Hmm. But it's like, bro, I'm no different to you. Yeah. Just because I've got more hits than you doesn't mean I'm more superhuman than you and that I don't have fucking nightmares. You know what I mean? It's like everyone wants people to like them. Yeah. You know? But, and that's that's the beauty of why I love that you're starting to have these podcasts because you're breaking down these preconceptions. Well, people they need, need to know. know. Yeah. People need to know. Yeah. People fucking need to know, man. I like I you know, you 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 send me a, like for all those years I was moderating JMST. Hmm. You read someone's car thread, they've got 40 positive comments. Yeah. 40 over 5 pages. There's one negative comment. They're like, can you close my build thread? Delete it all? I'm like, I was arguing back with all of them. Yeah. Bro, there's only three negative comments on your whole post. Everyone loves your car. Mm. Leave it. I couldn't leave it. Yeah. And you know what? I always deleted it because I understood them. Yeah. Because that one negative comment mm. from that one motherfucker it's, is enough. It ruins you. You fucking faker. You know, you fucking, you've never had fucking, you've never done this and that. 
that one comment, despite so many people saying your car's awesome, mm. is enough for them to go, Justin, just delete the whole thread. Mm. And I've seen it. I've seen that kind of uh, insecurity and no self-confidence. And my whole life has been to try to get people to be more confident. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. if you're not confident, you're just going to get trodden over. That's it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't stand for that. Mm. You know? But at the same time, people don't realize that I'm just as sensitive as they are. That's the funny uh. thing. People think I've got a thick skin or some shit. I'm just like, man, no one, nothing scares me more than these podcasts. When you, <laughs> when you put yourself out there, though, that's what you open yourself up to. And that's, that's part of the territory. You Mate, know? You I look only at, need, like, I've only got a couple of friends, yeah. you know, and that's all I need. Like, these guys yes. got my back. My mum's got my back forever. Mm. Uh, haters can say what they want to say at the end yeah. of the day. As long as my mum doesn't say it to me, I'm <laughs> all right. <laughs> Would you be thinking the same way 20 years ago? You know, I think, I think with the haters, hmm. I've always put them in a special place. Like, there's a couple of haters out there now that I haven't addressed yet. Mm-hmm. But in the past, I used to address them. Yeah. I used to love it. You used to used engage to, them all the time. I used to force them to come and meet me at midnight. Wow. At Krispy Kremes. Really? Yeah, I'm up for a fight. You know, but with words. <laughs> so I always, I always invited the haters out to meet me at Krispy Kremes midnight. I'd drive my GTR because it was like mm-hmm. my superpowers. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We'd fight for a bit. And then next thing you know, we're having a fucking coffee and donut. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're my mates now. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's just um, being misunderstood. Yeah. Which is one of the most uh, frustrating feelings in the world for me. Yeah. Is just being misunderstood. Because you know you're right. Yeah. You know that you're, what you're saying is like logical. But mm. then you know that it's being misunderstood. So someone's saying something that you're not saying. Yeah. And they're saying, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying. But no, I'm not saying that. Mm. But it's kind of like being misunderstood has got to be one of the most frustrating thing in the world for me. And yet you put yourself out there time and time again. I've got nothing to be, I've got nothing to hide. Yeah. Right. So one thing about me is there's a big stubbornness to it. But there's also like, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to accept mistakes. Okay. I'm willing to contradict myself, which I constantly do. Mm. Um. And I don't believe you can grow unless you contradict yourself. Absolutely. So I'm yep. not afraid of that. Um, but I don't like being thought of as a dick. And I do think I'm a dick. But at the same time, I think you I'm really a think dick. really think so? Yeah, I think I'm a bit of a dick. But I also think like I've got, my, I've got some points that I make that are valid. Hmm. I think I'm a dick that has some valid points. Yeah. I think that's what it is. You know, I think there's not a pure like... Um, person that doesn't swear and carries themselves in a nice shirt and suit and there's not that there's a little <laughs> bit of like resistance and there's a little bit of like you know uh, there's a little bit of like razzle dazzle that probably doesn't need to be there if you just want to be like a Tony Robbins or something yeah, like yeah. that you know but I'm not that no you know I'm in the end I'm of the day no. I'm like a I'm like a stumbling mistake mm. that happens to be making mistakes for others mm. and then expressing my mistakes and hopefully other people won't have to make them. Yeah. Almost like that. Yeah. I'm just stumbling through yeah. life just like everybody else is. Yeah. But I think I'm more acutely aware yeah. of stuff and I'm more willing to ask the stupid question. You know in class right, yep. when you're in year nine mm. and you have a stupid question yeah. and if you ask it, everyone goes, no, yeah. fucking stupid. That's me. <laughs> I'm more than willing. Yeah. To ask the stupid question. Wow. 
I think, for the benefit of others. For the benefit of the other guy that was just about to ask the stupid question as well. See that? <laughs> that, ex- that exactly is the core of why I respect you. Ooh. Because you put yourself out there. You don't care if the first YouTube podcast that you put out are shithouse. I don't give a shit, yeah. Because yeah. I know I'm only going to get better. You know you're going to get better. I know it. And you're giving it a go. I'm, and you're making it happen. I don't give a... I'm, yeah. What have I got to lose? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. What have I got to lose? Yeah. You know? It comes from a place of confidence, though. Self-confidence. And I think you've got to lie to yourself to a degree. You know how to make a good coffee. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge amount of self-confidence in that. Mm-hmm. So when someone asks you to make a coffee, even though you've never met them before, mm-hmm. even though you're not using the coffee that you like, yeah. you will still be able to technique, do something. Yeah. The way you mix your milk, the way you get the temperatures right, the yep. way you mix it, the yep. way you proportion the coffee to the milk. Yep. That's what I have. Yep. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. All it is is a sense of getting good at something mm-hmm. and then exposing it to the fucking max. Yeah. I'm good at doing a click. I'm going to fucking keep clicking. That's all I'm going to do because it's okay. all I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I mean... But you weren't good at the stuff like... You weren't. No, no. Well, you've got to get good at. Yeah, you've yeah, got so to get good at. Yeah, that's an obsessive drive. Or yeah, I don't know whatever you call that. Though. I think that's the unique part uh, of it. That's the, the competitive against yourself thing. Yeah. That's something that I have that a lot of people maybe are too busy competing with others, mm. and I think that's that their major downfall. Yeah. Because if you compete against others, then you're restricted by what others have done. Yes, exactly. Whereas if I'm competing myself, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And then. What I realize is that we're talking about shit that I've never even talked about in my life. Hmm. But that's because it took two to tango. Yeah. You can't do everything on your own or anything on your own. Hmm. You need someone else there to trigger something. That's it. If I was on a desert island, I'd have nothing to post about. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's true. Because there's nothing to vibe off. Yeah. There's nothing to influence me. Hmm. You know? And I think... um, Innately, I think that's where people go wrong. Right. They don't value in each other enough, in right. general, mm-hmm. to allow themselves to bounce off someone. Yeah. They're too busy judging some motherfucker on the train or the bus. Yeah. And they don't think that there's any potential in there for them to have a spark and yeah. learn something completely different. That's it. But instead, they put their headphones on and just fucking, oh, that person's nothing, that person's nothing. They're yeah. not even human beings. Yeah. They're in peripheral vision. And it's kind of like, this is proof that mm. we might not be hanging out with titties in our faces and whatever else, but it's like we're so different to each other. But yeah. like the bounce is <laughs> inevitable. Yeah. If people didn't see the bounce tonight, they're fucking blind mm-hmm. and they're deaf because this is proof in the pudding. It really is. Right on. And it's like, end of the day, you can't be judgmental like that. Yeah. I fucking hate the girls that are some of my good friends that are so judgmental. Right. That we can't hang out with a certain person because they're into something else. They won't watch a video because it's about games or cars. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Hmm. Like, you can get excited about a music track, but then next minute I put something on and you're like flat as a tack. It's kind of like, I don't know, it just frustrates me. I agree. Because it's kind of like, you're not cooler mm. than anybody else. And the daggiest, geekiest people in the world are the coolest people in the world. That's my opinion. That's a cool one. That's my opinion. Mm. You know, the fucking cool cats, the fucking cool and shit. 
they're fucking people that piss me off the most. So let's know? let's bring this back. Mm. Do you view working for the man in the same way though? Are you making a judgment? You can't work for the man. You just can't. Mm. Like you only live once. Yes, you can work for the man, but I'm not fucking agreeable like that. I'm disagreeable. Yeah. I'm I'm not a team player. What if you were in a place like your first job that you were interning? Okay, first at? job, it's different. Yeah. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. You can't start working for yourself. Yeah. But, but when you start working for somebody else, the first thing you do is hop on a network and you find out that they're charging you out at 10 times more than what you're worth. Mm. Fuck that shit. He's paying me 30 bucks an hour. I'm being charged out at 150. Yeah, right. That's the first thing I learned. Right. Then I started downloading all their contracts and stuff and like stealing mm. all their fucking documents so that I know what to start a business. And I started a business with their documents and then I was fucking earning millions. That was so, a cool thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. How do you think I earned this fucking four point million? I don't... Beep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I played their game. I just know that I was worth more than I was being paid. Hmm. Okay. So why shouldn't I pay myself what I'm being, what I'm worth? So when you run your own business, every dollar you earn is yours. Yeah. Even though I'm not making money there. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing though. So you learn that money is evil. Hmm. So you learn that like working for somebody else for 20 years on a big salary, it's all good and fun games and shit. But then what have you got to show for it at the end? But if you are making that brief work for you, if you believe that you're making a change or making a Yeah, but a you never work, you never, you never own. If I have contributors to Zen, I have contributors to Infront, they're never going to contribute like I can. Yeah. Ever. They never yeah. have. But let's and just say. And that's from experience. If you were still at Animal Logic. Yeah. And you were doing groundbreaking shit. Right. Okay. Yeah, Animal Logic still gets all the fucking credit, bro. It's not me. Mm. It's not me. I'm not being interviewed. Yeah. Does that matter to you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're having an interview. One on one. It's not Black Betty. <laughs> it's not Black Betty and Zen. It's Jono and Justin. Yeah. That means more to me than interviewing Black Betty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. the individual that matters to me. Okay. It's the spark. Like it's the you at Gloria James. Mm. That was more important to me than Gloria James. Mm. 100%. See, for myself, I'm happy to let that go. I to a degree. It. No, no, but I get it. I get mm. that there's... I get that there's different types of people in the world mm. and I get that everyone places value on different things. Yeah. 100% get that. Yeah. I'm saying that I'm not a team player. No, you're not. You're saying you are one. There's a big difference. That's true. And I'm not saying team players are bad. I'm saying mm. I wish I had fucking team player skills. Yeah. But that's my downfall. Yeah, right. That's the weakness of being me. Yeah. The ego, the confidence, it's so big that unless unless maybe you're a greater level than me, mm -hmm. then I won't be able to rely on you. Right. Because I just don't like relying on anyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be disappointed. Sense. It's very different. Mm. Like you've got a partner that can disappoint you every day. Mm. I only have a cat. If she throws up, it's not really that big a disappointment. I mean, she's sick, so I have to clean it up. Mm. But it's different. Like, I don't think I have someone that lets me down right. in my life. My mom is so solid. 
mm. you know um and my two friends are solid so but if they let me down like holy fuck i'll be fucked yeah because i really rely on this like whereas you probably have a much broader uh network of people that support you whereas i probably mm. put my eggs two or three of my eggs in those baskets right and really rely on it right you know but i think um is that something you're happy with or oh look i don't i don't I don't think I can get to a stage where I have more friends and more closer friends. I mean, I have so many people that message me every day that want to catch up. Mm. I mean, I got a call this this morning, a guy that wants to catch up. I haven't seen him in years. I don't even know who he is. Mm. But that's the thing. I don't even know who these people are, Jono. Yeah. Like, at least I know you, you know, bro. Mm. But it's like, I have so many people that want to do this and I don't know who they are. Right. And I'm probably going to do it anyway because that's my job, sort of. Mm. To a degree. To a degree. Yeah, to a degree, I can't, you know, I mean, I've only just recently stopped answering email a few right. years and stuff like that. But mm. before that, I was, everyone that asked me how many kilowatts my GTI was making, I replied to them. But not anymore, you know what I mean? Mm. Now, you fucking can't help yourself. That's what I reply. Like, I post Australia, Australia Day photos and there's galleries on my blog. There's gallery on my photography folio. There's a full gallery on Zen Garage and I get inundated questions where where can I see more photos where can I see more photos and I replied copy pasted back to all of them I said I can't fucking help you if you can't fucking help yourself yeah and you know what that's the new me yeah in the past I would have sent them a link mm. but you know I'm done a lot of me is done as well yeah the reason why Animath meets cancelled is because I'm done you're done I'm done mm. You know, like all those guys that are like having a go at me because like the scenes, you know, yeah, you're right. I'm done. But you know, you can't deny what I did. Oh yeah. You no. can't deny that I tried. Whereas you can complain about it. Yeah. At least I fucking tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, this is what I don't get. I get that the little shits fucking fuck shit up, but I don't get that the people that respected me before mm. all of a sudden think that 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 I'm something that I'm not or something that I should have been that right. I couldn't be. I just don't get that pressure. Yeah. I mean, as an adult, you should know that you don't need those kind of pressures in yeah. life. As yeah. an adult, I'm just saying, I can, I can expect it from 20-year-olds. Mm. Washes over. Yeah. But someone who was there from the start yeah. and that's there now as an adult and yeah. giving me shit like that, I'm kind of like, bro, we have a history. Yeah. So this is... Uh, this is not necessary. Yeah. It's just not necessary. Agreed. We haven't caught up in many years. You have no idea what I'm going through here. Mm. You think a kid fucking smashing into fences and stuff doesn't bother me? I've been having nightmares about this shit for months. Yeah. And you don't think I'm trying to do anything about it? It's like, bro, please get off my back. This yeah. is the last thing I need. Yeah. That's like it. with all the 20 year old kids that I've got to deal with that's the last thing I need is the guys mm. that I actually respect mm. giving me shit I'm like boys please I know you're all men yeah. you're all fucking dumb but like please please have a yeah. bit of sympathy have yeah. a little bit of fucking logic and realise that I'm not in it for anything yeah <laughs> I'm not in it for the money because I'm not getting any yeah. I'm not in it for the fame because it's making me look bad yeah Bro, I'm trying to save this. Yeah. And I couldn't. It's over. And that's that's just, again, being misunderstood. Part of it being misunderstood. Kind of over it, but I've realized that this year especially, that I have to be the martyr sometimes. Okay. 
you know, I'll go talk about podcasts, talk about like paying out my cousins for not, mm-hmm. you know, too busy being on Netflix to fly <laughs> over to China and see where your grandpa was born. Right. You know, those cousins know who they are and they're sitting there fuming that I'm saying it. Right. But I think I have to be the martyr and I think I, I, there's a bigger story in that okay. and there's a, there's a benefit to others in that story. Mm. So I need to cop the heat. Okay. From my relos and friends, if I talk about married men cheating on wives, they all know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I've mentioned in my podcast, they're all yep. sitting there going, oh, fuck. Yeah. But it's for the greater good. I think someone's got to be the martyr, so might as well be me. All right. <laughs> Pretty noble of you. On but, that uh, note. Yeah. It's been a good, it's been a good podcast, oh, bro. Man. It's been... <laughs> It, bro, it's been chunky as fuck. Oh, I hope so. There's a lot of juice in that. There's so much more I could just want to dig into. I know, but that's the thing. Like, I hope that I do more of these. Yeah. Because me talking by myself is so insular and yeah. self-focused. And I feel really like I have these silent moments where I'm almost like looking at myself. Mm. I'm like, where's the person right. to bounce off? Yeah. Because I need that. Mm. You brought so much more out of me today. <laughs> and I think we've talked about Black Betty so much and relationships and stuff as well. Yeah. But I think the Black Betty conversation couldn't have been any deeper than that. I think it was good I because so. I think we talked about um, not only just the business, mm. which a lot of people would have just done. Yeah. I think we talked about the ethos. I yep. think we talked about the culture. I think yep. we talked about um, what we value in life. That's in it. money. And I think we also talked about like, whether you want, it could easily have made this successful or not. And, mm. you know, I think we really also, without giving advice, I think you gave a lot of people advice right. about everyone wants to open up a cafe. Yeah. Everyone has that thought at mm. some point. Nearly everyone. Anyone who loves coffee yeah. has at least once thought about That's opening it. a cafe. I think you've demystified, not demystified, but you've given them a very real example Mm. In comparison to what they could have found on YouTube or Google or, or, or any other way. I definitely I think I can do a better job at that. <laughs> I, know, I know you can, but that's with every podcast. Yeah. You know, I do a podcast. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't talk about this, this, yeah. this. That's a podcast. Yeah. I think you never get it perfect. No. But I think um, there was a lot of juice in that. Like we've gone. Good stuff. 